0: We are finishing up our last week of getting routine ready, getting your skills prepared for season, or not your skills, your gymnast skills prepared for season. And uh, this week, we are talking about celebrating. So, Allie, I know that you are the
1: ultimate (laughs) celebrator. So you want to lead us off? Yeah, sure. I I love being a hype woman. I love being somebody else's hype woman. I try to be my own hype woman, literally playing pickleball. I guess I play pickleball, a <laughs> lot of pickleball, but my husband makes fun of me. He'll like, be like, did you just like cheer for yourself? My guy like, absolutely did. I said, you're not doing it. So somebody's got, <laughs> so I do love celebrating and, um, it makes a big difference. It really does. Um, When we talk to girls, you'll have the ones that are like, be like, well, when people cheer for me, it makes me nervous. But like, for the most part, people are like, yeah, when, when there's that energy and that good vibe and that, you know, all that stuff, it really helps me. Well, what we just did at the beginning of this entire month series was challenge them to create a goal that's far away and supposed to be really challenging for them, tough to reach, maybe not going to get there, but like really going to step by step, try and get there. So if we wait all the way until the end, like let's say it was to qualify to nationals, that is May. Okay. That's going to be like a May thing. And right now it is October. So if we wait from October to May to do any celebrating, life is going to suck sorry to say it that way, but it will. Like, how is gymnastics going to be fun if we don't celebrate all like during the entire process of getting to a goal that we may or may not actually get? I mean, a lot of times people reach their goals or get really close and they're still happy, but like, there's still the reality. Like, you know, you can't control how other people do when you on that day to qualify all the things. So point being, you wait for one big celebration that may or may not happen months away from now. The entire process is going to be miserable if that's all you do. Yeah. So we like to teach them to celebrate along the way. And so breaking up your goal into bite-sized pieces, being able to um, celebrate successes that aren't necessarily like, I made it. It's the the little things of like, oh, I got straight legs on this skill today. Or I touched the bar instead of caught the bar on this skill today. I saw my landing for the first time. <laughs> like- Like the process of like celebrating the little things that are all gonna help you get to that goal. Because if you continue to celebrate, you'll build off of that, and it'll give you a better chance of actually reaching that. And Stacey, I'm gonna give you a second to like nerd out. Like, why does our brain like want or need those celebrations to keep improving? Yeah.
0: So our brain loves dopamine. Dopamine is that hormone that is released that feels really good. And we get dopamine from lots of places, but one of the best natural places we get dopamine from is achievement. And so when we recognize and celebrate our achievements our brain releases dopamine and it feels good and here's the thing our brain is actually uh wired so that if it does something that reaches that that releases dopamine it wants to do more of that thing. So
1: mm-hmm. this is
0: why people get addicted to things. This is even just simple sugar or caffeine or um, you know, any of those things, shopping, social media, or, you know, more serious addictions because the brain loves dopamine. So when it releases dopamine, it says that that thing is important. I need to do it again. And so it will do it more and we'll do it more and we'll do it more. When you can train your brain to work on releasing dopamine for every small success along the way, when you try something, it's a little bit difficult, it's uncomfortable, it's uncomfortable, But you do it, you feel achievement, and you reward yourself for it. And reward doesn't have to be something external. It can simply be like Ali was saying, cheering for yourself. Good job, Stacy. Thanks for working so hard, Stacy. That was amazing. Oh wow, I'm so proud of you. That will release dopamine and then your brain will be like, ooh, I want to do that more. So it actually helps us not just feel good along the way, but actually accomplish significantly more when we are celebrating and letting that dopamine release continue to move us
1: to then do more and more and more of that thing. I'm actually giggling right now because all I'm thinking about is how I should send my husband this podcast episode before our next pickleball game. I love it. But it's actually,
0: I mean, it's so true. It's like, And when other people celebrate you, it makes it even easier. But you don't have to get it from someone else. You can totally give it to yourself. Like Ali is a great example. I have had to work at that. That's something I've learned to do. It didn't come naturally for me. I'm much more in the perfectionist, be super hard on myself, like get down on myself. But I, when I began to learn how ineffective that is at motivating me to work harder and do more, we think like being hard on yourself is going to help you, but it doesn't. It makes you think, well, why bother? Well, I'm never going to get it. You feel terrible and then you don't actually continue to take action towards that thing. So when you can give yourself dopamine along the way and be like, I love to try at the end of every workday, be like, thank you, Stacy, for for like putting in the work, for doing the effort. I'm so proud of you. I constantly am telling myself how proud I am of myself and good job on that and great effort on that. And I know that was difficult. I'm so proud that you showed up anyway. And I've learned to do that. That did not come naturally to me. But the more I practice doing that, the more productive I get and the more I'm willing to do hard things because my brain knows dopamine's coming at the end of it. And so that's what we wanna like shift back to your gymnast. That's what we want to help them create. So, Allie, you've got fun ways to do it. Tell me how you I go about know,
1: it. I was already, I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. My favorite things to do because, um, like Stacey said, it's practice and it's about doing it continuously. Is um, this started actually back when I was at, in college? And at the end of every practice, we would stand in a circle and everybody had to share one thing that they did well and one thing they saw somebody else do well. And so that was super fun because it really, one, forced you to um, cheers yourself, taught you how to do that part. And then two, it got you outside of yourself. Sometimes we get really self-focused, especially in a more individual type sport, outside yourself, looking at others and are celebrating others. So you get to celebrate yourself, celebrate others. And then like the last part is, is when there's like that many girls in the gym, you don't always get to see everything. And so you get to hear a lot. And like, even all of that can be motivating. We're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that you did that today. That's amazing. Great job. And so it really just builds and feeds into the next day. So it is that simple. I think that at the end of every practice, just like when you if you're all ending in some oversplits, just during that time, okay, everybody's gonna share one thing that they did well today. Okay, now everybody else has to share one thing that like somebody else did well and you can't repeat what they said and um and start doing that and it can really end practice on a positive note. It can really motivate them to be like, oh, like Stacy said, dopamine hit at the end of practice because I get to celebrate me and somebody else gets to celebrate me. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and then just continue to be better at that. So then you can start encouraging it after skills. So um, the girls that were like really, really hard on themselves after a skill, I started having them do that even after their skill. Um, I allowed them to pick something they need to improve on still. Like just, okay, after that series and beam, I need you to tell me always one thing that went well and one thing you want to improve on for your next turn. And that kind of helped them get that. Like, okay… Just because I fell doesn't mean the entire series was trash, okay? I actually was trying to straighten my back leg, and I did. So now I just have to continue to work on, like, now when my back leg is straight, what position do I need to be in and all the things. So it just continues to motivate them to make those changes too because then they get to celebrate it when they do. So fun celebrations. You can help them celebrate with games and with treats or with – points or with other things too. I think those are other fun ways to get that involved, but fun and celebration in the gym is really going to be the true thing that helps get them through that process. And the last part, I mean, we're ending with celebrate now and through to their big goal. Because remember, if you wait till the end of the big goal, they're going to lose all that momentum in the process.
0: Well, and here's the biggest thing. When you don't train your brain to celebrate every step along the way, you don't usually celebrate when you get to your goal. Like we have so many kids tell us that, like I worked all season to get to this. I got it. And I didn't even really feel excited because what you've done is you've trained your brain to never celebrate. It's not going to celebrate then in the big moment, all of a sudden, it's still not going to feel great. It's going to still focus on what it didn't do well, how it should have improved, what should have been better. And so you have to train your brain to do this along the way in order to be able to actually experience those big moments in, um, really fun celebratory ways. And and the more that you can model this, this is the thing we use this in our, we use this in our company. We have, you know, a a small team here and we have every day, uh, we do a a virtual, we have a virtual team. So every day people put in what's one thing I did or what's one thing that went well, no, not every day, every week, every week, (laughs) every week. What's one thing that went well, one thing, um, that I want to, you know, that I learned that I want to take with me into next week to kind of improve on. And then one thing I'm celebrating for myself and one thing I'm celebrating for a coworker. And so we do this, you know, within our own team as well. And so even thinking about how can you do this within your coach's team? How can you do this if you're, you know, a head coach or an owner with your employees? Um, the same kind of thing. Like how can you use um, daily and regular celebrations and shifting the brain to focusing on what went well and giving that dopamine release so they'll want to do more of mm-hmm. that thing instead of always focus on what's not going well. Um, will make a huge shift, not just in the environment, but in people's actual productivity and motivation and ability to get there. So. Just a little side thought, but celebrate along the way, have fun with it, be creative with it. Um, remember celebration doesn't have to be external. It can totally just be an internal good job. I'm proud of you. Um, that, but external celebrations are always fun too. Mm -hmm. And, um, Yeah. So we are at that point of the season where we're moving into, we spend November. So we spent October working on preparing your skills. Now we spend November on preparing your brain. So all next month, we're going to be working on how to create a neat mindset routine and how to prepare your brain for competition. So hope you guys tune in, make sure, uh, Share our podcast with other coaches so that we can continue to spread this. We had one person who said, all I've ever done is listen to your podcast and I've implemented everything that you, said, that you say and it has totally turned our gym around. And that is our goal. We want to help create a gymnastics community that is celebratory, but that also mm-hmm. like is using proven behavioral science to, uh, to really make changes in our gymnastics culture. So share, uh, review us um and we uh, are so grateful for that so we'll see you next week
1: bye bye